0: Hello and welcome to the Sport for Business podcast. I'm your host, Rob Hartnett, and in today's podcast, we are focusing on the importance of volunteering. It's something on which the sporting world in Ireland turns, worth billions if you add up the hours of work that people willingly give. But there is a crisis. One in four volunteers did not come back after the pandemic. To find out more and figure out ways to get it back on track, Sport Ireland have developed and released a new volunteer policy. So we went out to the Sport Ireland campus to find out more. So we're out here again on the Sport Ireland campus. Delighted to be joined by Louise Burke, the Participation Director of Sport Ireland. And the conversation today is about volunteering. It is an area in Ireland that we always prided ourselves on, that at every Street corner in every parish, in every club, there was never really any shortage of volunteers that people were always willing to put their hands up. And then COVID hit, and the numbers of those that are volunteering in sport now are substantially less. You're very welcome back to the Sport for Business podcast, Louise. Give me a sense as to the reality of that kind of bleaker picture that I've just painted.
1: Uh, Thanks for having me, Rob. It's a really important topic that we're here to discuss today. Um, So uh, through the process of developing the new Sport Ireland Volunteer and Sports, Volunteer and Sports Strategy, we've really been focusing on understanding why people are still volunteering and why they haven't come back. Unfortunately, the bleakness is that one in four have yet to return after the COVID uh, pandemic. And what we found is really through our research um, is that the a lot of people are looking at the, the time that they invested in in the commitment to the clubs and the, the societies and the sports across the country. And what people have, a lot of the people who are not returning that we have uh, interviewed and spoken to, it was a lot about that commitment and how they could readjust their lifestyles. I suppose they got used to not giving as much time when they were when we were all locked down at home and They've found other things to keep them happier. Our ISM, our Irish sports monitor tells us that people are moving into a lot more personal exercise as well. So I suppose the priorities have changed. And what we're doing with this policy is really trying to address a lot of the concerns that not only the the NGBs have, but also the clubs on the ground and how we, what we can do as a support, as a support for the NGBs as a sector, but also as a society to really bring back that full capacity as much as possible part of our culture of being the best volunteering culture in the world.
0: As part of like the strategy, clearly you've spoken to the individuals that are still involved and to those that have left. Is there a good sense that you've been able to capture that kind of lever mentality as to why people aren't? And was that through clubs was that through sports that they were delivering people to you in these forums and and and, and in the uh, and, you know in the the, uh, the groups the focus groups to actually get to the bottom of it because there is a danger that we never get to hear from the people who don't engage anymore because they don't engage anymore
1: yeah. And what we've tried to do is we tried to go through our NGBs and trying to identify people, um, as well throughout the clubs and the focus groups to help people understand. We also opened out an online survey to the public to try and get as much information as possible. It's, it's a really difficult one. As you say, once they stop engaging, they stop engaging. So we, we tried to come at it from different angles. Um, you know, we found that. Although there's a common theme, which was really the priority was or the sorry the, the the top common theme was time. A lot of the underlying reasons then became very personal. Circumstances have changed, job has changed. Um, a lot of uh, a lot of different aspects that people have faced in life after COVID has has changed, and we we really feel that the, from the sample that we took that um, no longer volunteering, it was something that has to make it. Uh, we just have to flip it on its head and find a way to attract people back into it. That they remind them exactly why you volunteer and what you get back out of it. You know, and and it's something that it's it'll always be a challenge. You know, if someone leaves a sport or a volunteering space, it's always a challenge to find a way to get to them to understand what are the core reason is. Are there reasons and how we can actually reengage them? But we are, re- we worked really closely with the NGBs and the various focus groups. And we did, uh, we had over, I think it was over 500 people uh, respond to our online survey as well, where we, we got a lot of insight into the, the reasons why people volunteer as well, you know, and it, we can then lean into those aspects. And that's what this policy is doing. It's about activating the sector and how we lean further into those reasons as to why volunteer we we spent a lot of time in the policy there's a there's a preamble to talk about the vol- the voice of the volunteer but also the journey of the volunteer so making sure that they're valued from the very very minute that they put their hand up to all the way through to that they are that they get as much recognition as possible throughout that journey
0: there is a, there is a journey everybody you know everybody who is the you know, of a local GAA club or the, uh, you know, the president of a, of a national governing body starts off by just putting their hand up to, you know, to wash the bibs or to put out the cones or to, you know, to take a, a, a small group of, of kids, probably including their own children. That sort of, that journey though, has the, has the impact of COVID and the loss of those one in four, has that been felt universally or does it come at the at at the sort of the the, the 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 introductory level
1: so that journey really is about where we start that process of attracting people in so if we were thinking about it in the in the process of recruiting someone into a job we think about how we the language we use um when we introduce them into the job description and the job advert so if you're thinking about a club and you're talking about engaging new volunteers the very start of their journey is that very first Conversation, or perhaps uh, advertisement that they see on social or on their website, on the club's website, or call out, um, and it's about the language and engagement that we use from that very, very first moment, and helping people understand what it's like to go to be part of this club and what the culture of the club and the sport is like. So, if we take a sport as an example, we use basketball. The environment that you're going into at a very fast pace It's very like the sport's very fast-paced. There's a lot of demands. But it's it's so vibrant and active and and there's a real sense of joy in the in the sport of of um, of basketball. If we move into the more traditional sports that we play in Ireland, if you look at a, a Gaelic football or hurling, camogie, handball, those environments are so close to who we are as a nation. You're getting closer and closer to the the sense of Irishness and and being part of something that's really important. And when you see the 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 policies that Um, some of the clubs are bringing or some of the sports that are bringing in like the healthy clubs and the GEA, and I know the FAI are rolling out a a massive program around STEM that there's a lot of opportunity there for providing your clubs to be part of something much more much bigger than than just the sport inverted commas.
0: Mm. There is a sense though that if we were absolutely honest when we were encouraging people to put their hand up to help out for a half an hour that we'd say the reality is that you're probably going to be giving over four hours of your life every week to this um, and that we'd scare people away. Uh, you know, it tends to be a case of, uh, you know, slowly, slowly that you actually reel people in. And then before they even realize it, they're sitting on 17 committees and and doing all of the rest of it. But but maybe that's just from a, an internal an internal uh, per, perspective. So are you confident now, having spoken to the people that have walked away and learned more from the people that have stayed that we're going to be able to reverse this or was this a systemic shift were we always a little bit too good and now we've gone back to the norm that we are going to have to as you know as as a famous civil servant once said do more with less
1: I think there's a sense, and I, I wouldn't be keen to too, comment on our quote, too many civil servants, but I think there's a, there's a keen sense in the volunteering space. Um, we work very closely with Volunteer Ireland and we, we, there's a keen sense across society in volunteering that perhaps the models that we've utilized previously in Ireland as a society haven't adjusted to modern lifestyles as quickly as they could have. So if you go back to your previous comment of, oh, it'll probably be only half an hour and it ends up being more, that person usually gets asked to be the Junior A manager or to be the kit the kitman for something else or you know to be the secretary of the treasurer so what we were really trying to work with through this policy a lot of the objectives that sport ireland is prioritizing is about understanding how the best in the country are doing it and they're activating more and more volunteers and creating more bite-sized versions of volunteering so rather than the days of 40 hours a week that it actually becomes, you know, I, I personally want to volunteer on a Wednesday for three hours. I can give that to my local club and then they can understand how, what priorities they can fit into perhaps my lifestyle or perhaps the, you know, the family lifestyle of the, you know, the the kids are training, but while the kids are training, you got, you, you can take the parents to support other aspects. It's about just modeling it and understanding how people go about it. I think volunteer Ireland are doing great. Bit of work around the training with not only the clubs and sport, but across across um, the different sectors. And we're just going to really uh, work a lot more closely with them to try and bring the best practice from the different sectors into the sports as well. There's a couple of priorities that we're going ahead with over 2024 and, and the coming years. And one of the things that's really important is that volunteer and sport working group, where we're going to be asking leaders in the sector to come together and share best practice and see how we can learn from each other because there are fantastic initiatives across the country many of which we've heard about through this process and if we can bring our sports together to understand that and create that digital resource where others can see it and access it it'll allow a lot more movement and in, in the space of volunteering i think the other aspect that we've really tried to prioritize in here is that we have always looked at the traditional roots of volunteering In Ireland, we've, we've looked at the parents, your kids are in the club. You have to, you have to commit. We've looked at the different aspects like that. And what we haven't really spent a lot of time is diversifying and and ensuring that like people recognize themselves in the club. They can see a version of themselves in the club and it creates a more welcoming environment. And we're going to really work very closely with our. With our ethics environment, um, our ethics department in Sport Ireland, where we can really embed the practices of the DI policy within this as well, and ensuring we're capturing as many people as possible to come back to volunteering or start volunteering. Because at the end of the day, Rob, as cheesy as it sounds, it's very true. Volunteering is one of the most rewarding things you can do in your life. You get much more out of it than you put into it
0: oh there's absolutely no question of that and 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 you do lean back on that more often than not to encourage somebody to do a, another job but you're right bite-size elements is good it would be better for everybody if there was more people doing all of these things and it's interesting you talk about diversity there i mean we you know we're going through uh, you know some challenging times as a as a country in terms of our our welcoming spirit and sport has always been one of those universal interests and universal facts of life that people can actually get engaged with so is there a sense that we're doing enough to actually reach out to to the the new irish communities people that weren't born and reared in the parish and have been members of the club since their great grandparents were are we doing enough to actually open up sports so that people who might well have been contributing to their own individual clubs and sport back in in, in the country from which they came, can do so again now in their new home.
1: I think it's it's very important to recognise that at this moment in time, the clubs specifically, the NGBs also, are doing everything they can within the resource that they have. I think at the moment, because of the reduction in volunteers, that... Yes, they all know that they have to create a more welcoming environment to get more people in. And Part of what we're trying to do here is put that resource in. And it's going to be a little bit of a challenge for sure. I suppose to answer your question directly, we're probably not doing enough. We're doing the best we can at the moment. But we're really hoping that this policy sets out the ambition of what we want it to look like. And where we want it to go so there will be this circular motion within um, the volunteering space that people feel valued there's a diversification of the base that they get recognized and that we work with the federation around our awards and make sure that they they they're they're being promoted and ensuring that their people are being recognized for what they're doing and also looking at how they can learn valuable life skills throughout volunteering, so potentially putting them through as many courses and, and working with the Sport Ireland um the learning and development team to ensure that we can provide as much uh, with us as well. It's a really complex environment. I think that um, Ireland as a society is definitely slightly changing, but I think our sporting sector, as you mentioned, has always been about opening the doors and being welcoming. And I think it's always going to be something that we're constantly striving to to progress. One of the key um, priorities that Sport Ireland has set out in this policy is that we're looking to resource professional roles across the sector that will very specifically focus on that volunteer journey. That we want to work with NGBs and we want to work with um, uh, the clubs as well through our NGBs to support how that happens. And I think that the, our local sports partnerships, uh, I'd like to say that I'm the, the biggest champion of our local sports partnerships. They have a part to play in this journey as well. They do an awful lot of education and training in that space. And I think we have an opportunity to just really come together as a sector to try and improve this experience. I, it's not going to be easy, but I i, I really feel like that people want to do this and it, it really will help. It'll definitely aid the changes in society that we're, we're experiencing at the moment.
0: And a large part of how people actually sort of get involved is either through their own personal connections. We've mentioned about, you know, parents of kids and everything else. But if you're you're not in that, if I was to go to Google and just type in, you know, how do I volunteer in Irish sport? Is there a resource there which is producible from a Sport Ireland perspective? Or is it just going to throw at me whoever is best out of the FAI and the GAA and the IRFU and Rowing Ireland and Swim Ireland and, and all of the other different bodies.
1: So when we were developing our national digital database of amenities, I really wanted to make sure that it would become a hub, Get Ireland Active would become a hub of, of resource for people, not only how to get active, where to get active, what kind of flavour of activity they want to engage in, be it sport or trails or um, anything across the country, one of the things that i really wanted to engage with was the volunteer aspect and it would help people engage in sport in a different uh, from a different angle and we explored the option of developing a resource specifically for sport our colleagues in volunteer ireland have a fantastic resource called ivol ivol.ie and one of the things that it does is produce it, you can provide it at uh, me working in a club i can provide the iVol the the information I want on volunteers and you can search down to very specifically town areas as to what kind of volunteering experience I want to get to and we after a lot of conversations back and forth with our colleagues in volunteer Ireland we we really just embrace the idea of just linking the two together so you can go directly to iVol or you can go to getirelandactive.ie and it connects you into that space what we are trying to do is encourage the sports and the clubs to pr- put as many of their volunteering um, opportunities up on that system and it'll help you gain a, a different audience. We're also going to be looking at us through this policy. We're going to look at how we um, make it more enjoyable and attractive and, and 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 engage people in the volunteer experience. That's going to be a big part of what we're going to be doing over the next 12, 18, 20, 24 months and beyond.
0: It sounds great. Um, And it is really important because, you know, let's say we had 200,000 people that were volunteering in their local sports clubs over the course of of, of previous years. We lost 50,000 of those over the course of COVID. That's a huge barrier at a time when we're encouraging more people to take part in sport, at a time when we're encouraging more women and young girls to come along as well. So we're increasing participation everywhere. But we have to do so into an environment that is capable of actually handling them. Because if you get 50 people turn up and you've got a single coach or a single person there to manage them, it's just not going to be a great experience. So if you're listening to this, um, getirelandactive.ie is where you want to go to begin your journey or indeed ivol.ie as well. Um, We'll have more on the policy up on the Sport for Business website over the course of the next couple of days as well and of course the uh, Federation of Irish Sport have got their volunteer and sport awards which are coming up soon as well but um but the the, the meat and drink behind all of those nice nights out is the kind of work that you've been doing over the last few months in terms of preparing this policy so uh, thank you for that and thank you for your time today Louise Burke
1: Thanks very much Rob great to be here
0: So there it is. Your sport, your club, your passion needs you to put your hand up and give a little. You will get a lot back in return, speaking from experience. Find out more about what we do day in, day out at sportforbusiness.com you can subscribe to the Sport for Business podcast, which drops every Tuesday and Thursday across a wide range of sporting areas on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts from. There are now more than 50 interviews to listen back to, including with CEOs, athletes, inspiring individuals, and more. If you want to learn more about Rashida Adelecki or Reese McLenahan, two of the potential stars of this summer's Olympics, you will find interviews with the, both of those on the Sport for Business podcast. If you like it, please feel free to spread the word and if there's a particular guest that you'd like to hear from please do feel free to get in touch thanks a million for listening in today